Episode 10 Beauty from a rib Genesis 2 verses 18 to 25 Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is right for him. These words help prove literal six-day creation from a biblical perspective. In Genesis 1, it says at the end of the sixth day that God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. If in fact everything was very good at the end of the sixth day, and it was not good that Adam was now alone, just after life was breathed into him, then God surely must have created everything in six literal days. Verse 19 and 20 From the ground God formed every wild animal and every bird in the sky. He brought them to the man so the man could name them. Whatever the man called each living thing, that became its name. The man gave names to all the tame animals, to the birds in the sky and to all the wild animals. But Adam did not find a helper that was right for him. God brought all the animals to Adam and he was probably pretty impressed with every new creature that came his way. Just imagine Adam's thoughts as he named the animals and looked around him. He was in the very presence of God and in the midst of God's paradise, a garden of delight. And yet there was something missing in Adam that needed to be reconciled before God could pronounce his final blessing upon the work of the day, the work of creation, and the completion of his efforts. Since God gave Eve to Adam, no man has ever had a wife who fits so perfectly. As Proverbs 31 says, It is hard to find an excellent wife. She is worth more than rubies. Her husband trusts her completely. With her, he has everything he needs. So the Lord God caused the man to sleep very deeply. While the man was asleep, God took one of the ribs from the man's body. Then God closed the man's skin at the place where he took the rib. Verse 21 Adam was being used as a symbol of Christ to come. Just as God took a rib from the side of Adam while he slept, God formed his church through the death of his son, his moment of deepest sleep. The soldier pierced his precious side and out came blood mixed with water. Two men with similar scars, 4,000 years apart. One received a bride of flesh, and the other a bride of the Spirit. If God was willing to do that for us, we should respond in kind by calling on his name. Verse 22 The Lord God used the rib from the man to make a woman. Then the Lord brought the woman to the man. Man is never fully complete without a woman, and that woman who came from man is incomplete without the man. This is how God ordained things to be. She was created to help him, and he 
is an obligation to protect her and be devoted to her just as he would be to any part of his own body. Paul explains this mystery in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. For man is not from woman, but woman from man. Nor was man created for the woman, but woman for the man. For this reason, the woman ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. Nevertheless, neither is man independent of woman, nor woman independent of man. In the Lord. For as woman came from man, even so, man also comes through woman. But all things are from God. God created from the least complex to the most complex, and from what is least excellent to what is most excellent. Woman, being formed after man, has a glory and an honour upon her that Paul notes in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 when he says that woman is the glory of man. Together, the two of them form the pinnacle of God's marvellous wisdom in the creation and the way he did it shows their complete interdependency on each other. In the use of a rib to form the woman, it's been said that woman was not made out of his head to rule over him, nor out of his feet to be trampled upon him, but out of his side to be equal with him, under his arm to be protected and near his heart to be beloved. Verse 23 And the man said, Now this is someone whose bones came from my bones. Her body came from my body. I will call her woman, because she was taken out of man. It's been noted that for every need, there is a fulfilment of that need. Men need women and there are women for men to join to, and without a doubt there are women because there are men. If man didn't exist, then there wouldn't be anything called woman. God created them both, and determined every detail that would perfectly fill every void in each other. What one lacked, the other filled. Every need finds its fulfilment. And so it is, even to this day. The cycle of marriage goes on between God's faithful in acknowledgement of his loving act of making woman for man. Verse 24 So a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife and the two people will become one body. This verse sets the stage for the bonds of marriage which have followed down throughout the ages. Verse 25 The man and his wife were naked, but they were not ashamed. When God created man and woman, they were naked, and there was no shame, either vertically or horizontally. In other words, God created them in a state of beauty and perfection, and there was nothing to cause them to hide from each other or from God. The author of Hebrews says that Jesus shared in humanity so that he could empathize with us. 
the very creator of man, who lovingly gave him a wife, took on mortality in order to destroy death and restore us to himself. When we call on him, he is unashamed in calling us his brethren. Hallelujah and Amen.